Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Scarlett. And I'm Mim. Welcome back to Style of Substance, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And this week, we have got a little bit of a topic, which is close to our hearts, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you can't work in fashion and not have pay uh, an area of contention, really. So we thought, after having done two episodes of our careers in fashion and really talk about the ins and outs and why we ultimately left the industry, we thought it would be a perfect topic to continue on that discussion by delving into like the issues of pay within the industry. Um, And obviously it's going to be quite specific to the UK because we're in the UK, but it's really like a global... I have some worldwide statistics. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Um, So... For those of you who don't know, we're going to cut to the chase. Pay in fashion is notoriously bad. Yeah, yeah. It is notoriously bad until you become the head of a department or a creative director or like the top dog. But I would say it is like a grossly underpaid profession. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so we're starting there. Um, so do you want to say what your entry Hey was okay. Um, I started in retail on the shop floor, and obviously that was paid by the hour. So, in terms of salary, I can't remember what I would have Mm. taken home annually. If I'm quite honest, Um, I think probably at the time it was like eight pounds an hour or something. And compared to like if you got a job in Tesco, would it be too dissimilar? I don't know, but I'm I'm pretty sure it would have been similar yeah. at the time. And um, this is like you're working in a more like I'm not saying that to discredit Tesco's. I'm saying it because more was expected of you as a shop. Or are you talking back in the day? Are you I, talking RI? No, I'm not talking. About okay, <laughs> so like so this is a specialist yeah, consumer yeah. market where you're expected to know a bit more mm. than what all other eggs on. Like, but it, but, you know what? but I, it's true. Yeah, but I will say that I think even within retail, I think that salaries probably could have been lower than what I was Fine. expecting, depending yeah. on, bearing in mind, my pay was in a luxury department store yeah. for a luxury brand. So the pay wasn't amazing. And also we had to factor in um, the commission structure yeah. as well. So that factored into it. Um, and then just like the shift pattern, because it could be quite, so when you take all that into account, do I feel like I was getting paid in a way that was livable, that I could like enjoy life and live off it? No, mm. it wouldn't have been any sort of pay that I could permanently live off of. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think my entry wage 
was 19,000. Okay. Yeah. That, that Bearing sounds... in mind, I had worked for this company mm. for free mm. um, for at least, I'd say, like a, com- a total of about a year. Um, and I think they added on a grand because they already knew I was good. <laughs> Genuine. Like, I'm like a thousand pounds. I think yeah. it, the starting thing would have been probably like, 18 i think it was just below it was like seven like you know when it works out and it just reduces it so it equals in mm. like 12 i think it was like 17 like nine whatever yeah and i think mine was like 18 nine whatever okay okay um and that was like the pleasure for me having like proven myself wow because after tax that would have been like 800 pound extra spread across 12 months. I mean, yeah, it, it, didn't, and that it didn't make a difference to my life one bit. Yeah. But it felt like, obviously, like, when... And A, like, it's my first job. Hmm. I don't yeah. even know what... And I think this is the thing. I don't know what the entry level of any job is at this mm. point. So you kind of assume everyone's starting on the same foot. And because also, I mean, I don't really talk salaries much with my friends. Yeah. So you're not going and be like cool I'm earning this mm. so you don't know that maybe your friend who works in finance is going in on a graduate scheme straight away at 25 yeah, yeah you don't yeah. know that that's an option and like oh but I got a degree too mm-hmm. and in this real special area whereas you've got like an English degree and now you're doing finance yeah um yeah I think that there's yeah. a thing um it's actually quite apt because I recently saw a TikTok and someone mentioned about pay shame and you're more open to talk about pay once you earn a decent amount of pay than when you earn nothing, you are going to keep quiet about it because it is, it does kind of bring you personal shame. Like the last thing you want is that you're earning 18 grand a year and you talk to your friend about how much they're earning and they're earning five grand more than you. And that might not sound like a massive, massive amount, but when you are earning not a lot, that yeah. is a lot of money. I remember thinking, difference. I remember, yeah, when I was working department stores and I had a friend who was earning almost 30 grand, I remember thinking, must yeah. be nice. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. You're so lucky. Yeah. It's so true. And also like when you are young, I do think like, you know, it is it is going to take a while for you to get your foot in the door and Mm. I'm like I am a big believer that you also like you do need to you can't just walk into a job and expect it to be a really big salary yeah however I was living at home my parents live like in the outskirts of London so I was able to commute in and live at home and like be able to go out and socialize albeit not loads Mm -hmm. but like I don't think I could have afforded to rent in London and enjoy my life like it's one or the other and and yeah and I think it took me a really long time for that salary to change and I think when it did I think it probably only changed to like 21 Mm -hmm. like and I and I was like well yeah 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 I remember so when I was younger my goal was my salary to be my age. Like that, and Hold that, on. that but, when you say younger, how old are we talking? But as in, like starting out, and I was like, if my salary can equal my age, oh, I see. It's like coming out of university. This, like, so this is what I mean. Like, so I probably was like twenty one, twenty two yeah. around this time, and I'm on like nineteen. I was like, so if I was earning like twenty two, <laughs> like I feel yeah. really proud of myself. Mm. And it took me a while to be earning my age if not more yeah which yeah. 
isn't much. If you're 23 and you're earning 23, you shouldn't really be that excited by that. It's not that. It's, it's not life-changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how bleak it was. Yeah. And even when I first moved into the office, I was on 23 and I was 20. And you, and you lied about And your... I lied about my salary. Um, and I think I was 25 or 26 when I got that job. Yeah. So it That's wasn't my age. You're not earning, like, it took me a really long time to like surpass. Like, I remember the first time I did it because my dad knew that that was a goal of mine. He's like, Age. Yeah, like, yeah. that's such a funny like metric to well because i just because what well, i think was in my head i was like well if i'm 50 and i'm earning that but also i think in fashion mm. it just felt so far off but also i was naive i guess to like the cost of things whereas like now unfortunately i think the average wage is really low it's like tw- i think it's 25 average what, wage in, in the, this country no it's it is more than that but it's only like 31 32 Fine. okay but, but like, i mean still that's not but considering that, like god this inflation like, is at 10 percent. first of all i live <laughs> i live in a in an area where everyone seems to be a millionaire yeah so where yeah. where are then all the count people countering that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. one and then also i know like i work in a company where most of the people are earning more than that yeah and it's like so there's yeah there's a there's lot a of people discrepancy. who is earning a lot less in in like the retail sector which well, is a massive the fashion industry <laughs> because like the uk is service industry based and a lot of it is yes. retail sector yes. and service work in that space um so these wages that we see in fashion has a lot to has a lot to account for yeah. when it comes to like the average earning of people in this country yeah yeah and so basically um now mm-hmm. the minimum salary that i found is 20 to enter fashion it's still incredibly low but because we're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. um it's not that long ago <laughs> 10 <laughs> years ago not quite but I graduated nearly, in 2014. Nearly. It's I gra- 2023. I after that. After me? No, same I year did, Oh, no, because we both did four years. Did you do four years? I did years? a four-year degree and a foundation year. You graduated after me? Yeah. I didn't even clock yeah. on to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but also, people make for me, I don't know things by years, so. <laughs> oh, I thought you, of all people, do but things I by know. years. I oh, don't. okay. Um, but so it's sort of like seven, eight years, maybe a bit more. Um... <laughs> But I would say the average entry is maybe about 25 is what I saw. Or outside of fashion? No, within like for fashion. fashion, the minimum you like, the minimum, minimum is 20. Okay, okay, okay. But like entry, it should be about 25. But I would say that's very good from my no. experience, but obviously inflation on those. I think when you factor in the fact that when we were working living. those wages, yeah. we knew they were bad. Yeah, that's true. So you have to be like, what be, is good? Yeah. Plus the rate of inflation for however many true, years. True, true. We should have been going in on 25. We, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think it's good. Yeah. Um, oh, you're going to be one of those like old people who's like, well, you don't know how good no, you No, no, I got do. It. I, I was working. I was, I was like, you should t- be grateful for this. I was on two pound a day when I was your age. <laughs> you should be grateful. Yeah. Um, mid-tier. Okay. 32. What's mid-tier? Mid, like, median 
like so oh, okay. the median salary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in fashion is 32 <sighs> it 32 you can live off it but like considering there will be people on the 100 k's mm-hmm. and that is it's 32 and also when you consider how many levels of middle management and middle roles uh, like that that kind of yeah, make that have that. to go in between how that much, 25 how much work are you doing yeah. for 32 yeah. grand it could be a lot of work um yeah what i will say is i think it depends on the nationality of the brand that you work for i i believe and i would expect that u.s brands would pay a bit better u.s has a UK. much better average um but even within the uk like if it's a u.s brand here true i would I would expect that they're, I mean, marginally, but overall they pay better. Yeah. Um, and then, basically, I was going to run through, there's a lot of different departments in fashion, and I feel like I quite awkwardly always just talk about design. So I wanted to run through that there's a plethora of departments mm-hmm. and then kind of talk about where, if you're about that money, that's oh, like okay. what industry or what, yeah. Department you should be yeah. in. Yes. Okay. So okay. stylist. We have stylist, designer, buyer, PR, merch slash marketing, product, so production. Um, if you're a seamstress, freelancer, garment tech, there's quite a few different things you could do. Um, so if you want to follow money, you go in PR. Oh. But no, 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 but garment tech isn't is a good one. It's not. Not until you become a top dog. Like oh, a garment tech okay. can be. So I've also got then like what um an entry level versus then what like the top pay is in a few sectors. Okay. And garment tech is the lowest. Oh, that's sad because I would have thought that you, you you're the one who's got the knowledge. And I would have thought you because it's so specialized. Mm. If you take it into a different industry, but that there it is. It's like if you can take it into like car manufacturing, you're you're a materials mm. technologist you would be earning a good amount of money. I nearly did that. I know you did. I know, that would have been great. <laughs> well, what are you doing? There's always time. There's always time. Um, and some of the others, remind me again. Okay, so I've got four where we've got an entry level and then like your top salary, mm-hmm. okay? So a garment tech, entry is 19. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. And then if you're the head garment tech, it's 88. Oh, well, then that's good. Okay. Um, Designer, mm-hmm. uh, design assistant, about 22. Okay, that's what you are. Um, <laughs> head of design, 148, uh, 143. Or like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, like, my biggest issue when I was working there was like, when does it jump? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When does it jump? I had already jumped, like, I think two levels by one point, and I was like, not even on 30. And I was like, there's only only two more levels yeah how do I get how do I get up yeah 100 grand or 50 60 grand Mm -hmm. in two jumps I think a lot of that is when you're the designer you become the face of the brand Mm. um you're more outwardly facing and therefore you're going to take a lot of the heat for yeah I don't know just what you put out there you know you might not own the brand but you own the designs and so you get paid for risk. I think in a lot of these like top level bands, you get paid for putting your neck out 
true. And I guess that's also true of any senior job. Yeah. That like we all love to be like, oh, what do they even do? But like we also all sit there with the privilege when we're earning like 30K mm-hmm. to be like, that's not my problem. Like if you do something wrong or something goes wrong, oh yeah. Ultimately, like it's not on my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like you can you can yeah. sleep easy at night. Yeah. Um so a merchandiser entry is 21. And if you're the director is 110 yeah and then a buyer is 21 to be a baa and then if you're the head of design or director of buying sorry director of buying is again like 105 110 yeah so they're all kind of similar other than the garment tech one which i thought was kind of surprising because actually without that knowledge Mm. on how to do that but a lot of this is outsourced a lot of that knowledge is you know over in like china bangladesh all of that and people just your factory just kind of does it for you yeah exactly exactly yeah it's true there's something else i wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. is the gender pay gap in fashion okay yeah so would you argue that it's a very female industry a hundred percent from the shop floor to the c-suite most are women yeah i would agree mm-hmm. my experience is yeah of course there are men dotted about but it's a very female dominated industry is this why the pay is so low <laughs> so despite it being yeah. a female dominated industry okay um there is still a huge issue with a gender pay gap Really? So in 2018, Misguided announced that they had 78% of their workforce for women. Okay. Um, of that four. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what's that? 22% men? Yeah. For bonuses that year, 60% of the men got a bonus. Okay. 40% of the women did. Okay. But then there's an argument, I guess, that there's there's more women. But still. No, but it's a number of women. Yeah. Um, and there is a 46% gender pay gap. So hold on. Is it because... Which that- is like abnormal. So I was... Forgive me if this sounds real. I don't... I was trying to figure out what that percent means. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, the higher it is, the worse it is. 
Yeah, so because if there's, there's a greater a, gap. So that that means like basically on average men are earning 50% or 46%. Yeah. So if more, a woman earns a pound, or four, yeah, yeah. then a man will earn a pound 50 or whatever, yeah. 40 or yeah. whatever the percentage is. Yeah. Is it because that men hold higher yeah. ranking positions in the company? Yeah. And it's not including the CEOs because they own... Yeah, I'm guessing it doesn't include that, but maybe it does. But basically it is that women are all in the lower paid roles. That is ridiculous because they don't have any stores. So it's not like it's shop floor versus office and shop floor workers don't tend to get bonuses. But it is industry, not even industry standard. It is just a standard across kind of corporate white collared roles let's say professional yeah. roles that you get an annual bonus it might not be a lot of money but annual bonuses yeah. are a thing and I would have thought that because most of these people are working in the office you know mm. everyone would be getting a bonus so I meant like I don't know many other business models yeah but I would say if you're a business that offers a bonus in my opinion that should be across all staff but I'm assuming that there are some businesses where that only happens in like certain, like in a level and above, right? So maybe your entry level person doesn't get a bonus and maybe you've got to be like management and above to qualify for a bonus. It's what I'm thinking oh, could I potentially see, be I see, yes. the thing. Mm-hmm. And that shows that discrepancy. However, that's not just the case for Misguided. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Millen, the same year, had a 49 gender pay gap that's massive karen millen i mean women are keeping that yep. brand alive yeah burberry 26 percent. and they again and said this is like like for like roles i'm assuming when i see these figures yeah and that's what that was essentially meaning as well is that people are earning more or like on average they are earning more and sometimes you can't always do a like for like and these companies are also clever they know in this day and age hopefully in the midst of it like have the data but like it there might be a tweak in a job title or something like that I'm sure to try and like have a disparity Mm. but they were saying there's fewer women in senior positions Mm. and it is a bizarre thing that most of the famous fashion designers are male but I would say I can count on one hand the number of male designers I came across in my time in fashion so how is that it's still very much a female dominated industry with women taking the majority of the roles like across the board like i'm not talking design like i'm talking yeah like everything yeah yeah Yeah. same i'm shocked so how on earth is there some dude in a tie walking in and becoming like the head of buying if he hasn't done his like years because, like, there aren't men doing those roles. Not really. It's not So me. who comes in and does that? I think I think it could be, obviously, there is the role of the company itself to ensure that they're enforcing mm. um, fairer pay across people in roles. But then does it speak to the issue of women not advocating for themselves enough when you come into uh, pay negotiations? Potentially. So my boss, who got fired, which led to me having a mental breakdown, <laughs> um, she told me this story. Uh, maybe I'll say it. She worked at Carl Lagerfeld. Okay. And she, no, no, ugh, 
knew that her male counterpart was earning more than her. And she was like, she was confident. She was Dutch. So maybe that's like, you're like a bit more confident and better at those conversations. Yeah, but more blunt about yeah. the Yeah. And she was like, like I'm really disappointed I think she'd maybe just had like a pay review or something like that and then um she found out that her male counterpart was earning more than her and she went in and was like quite hysterical saying like I cannot believe this Mm. like this is unacceptable like if like you know we do the same job Mm. um and yeah I think I think that's a really hard thing to do and also like I'm now in the role that I do, I'm very much responsible for like making or reminding people don't share your salaries. And so like you have to tell people that. It's in all their letters. They're not supposed to share their salaries. Like remember, you're not like these are yeah. Which is like, but it's to protect like it's to protect the company somewhat and it's it is private information. But it's private information for they themselves to divulge. Well, exactly. Because the idea of people not being able to share their salaries only lends itself to more pay yeah. disparity. And so this is the interesting thing is I have actually found that younger people, the generation that we sadly are not, mm. they've all discussed it. Mm. And they all know, oh, so you're on more than me. Hang on. Mm. Oh, is that because you've got a degree and I don't? And they discuss these things and they're quite aware of it. And so I think we kind of grew up still in the midst of like, yeah. You don't talk about it. And maybe also like entering the workforce with a bit of shame. And then still even now you're like, well, like, have I caught up with my yeah. friends that yeah, didn't yeah. take that path? Like, I think I'm doing okay now, but like, maybe I'm not. Like, who well, knows? I think it's empowering for like people to discuss their pay with their counterparts. Yeah. I think, especially if they're in the younger generation and they're starting out if they can understand why they're getting paid the way they are, they can make the necessary career tweaks and career moves and, you know, move into different parallels, maybe, maybe for example, in order for them to get to where they want to go. Instead of just like blindly in the dark thinking that, oh, you know, I will finally make money once I am head of buying, yeah. head of merchandising and, and shooting in the dark really because – these brands are, it's just a race to the bottom when it comes to pay for them. Like if they can have you doing that job for less, then they will do that. They will try. Oh God, that's massive. That that disparity, I was shocked. I didn't know it was that bad. And the thing is, it's an important thing to address that disparity at the start. So a gender pay gap, maybe of like 21 versus 24 not too much room to make up there you know Mm. so I'm actually having conversations in my workplace which isn't to do with fashion now at being like right guys these people essentially do the same job whether they have a degree or not I've got a degree I really believe in a degree being worth something Mm -hmm. but they all are doing the same role and we all think they're the same level yeah so why don't we level them all out now yeah because why is like one on like one more or two more Mm. like level it now Someone might not get the rise that they want now, but in five years' time, when that is a bigger gap, that discrepancy becomes a lot harder to manage. Mm. And for someone to go, hang on, how come she's on this and I'm on this? Or the, God forbid it's a woman that's on lower. And then you're like, 
And it's like, oh, it was all because of a degree yeah. to begin with, Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's important to address that stuff. And my brother once gave me a bit of advice that I always thought was good of like, make sure you, if you can, you go into a job being happy with your salary because mm. you, you will otherwise always be, be playing catch you're, up. you're always chasing your tail. Yeah. So whatever pay rise you get, you'll be happy. But then you come like, I just, I need, I, I should have been I should, yeah, there I'm, before. I'm catching up. Like I, I wanted this before. And so if you're always like trying to chase that, you're never going to be satisfied. And it's not always easy. And some people have ludicrous ideas of what their salary should be. Yeah. And it's also super hard. Fashion is notorious for not advertising a salary for a role. It's competitive, babe. But it is, it's like, it's upon request or like, you know, competitive. Like it doesn't tell you. And I don't, there aren't many jobs that do these days. But I think it's really important that people do advertise it so people are able to do their research. Yeah. Yeah. How am I meant to know if I'm being paid fairly? I wouldn't apply for a job now that doesn't tell me how much it's paying. I, I don't waste my time. Like, <laughs> how how do I know? And like, yeah. And also, I kind of want a range that you're advertising to because I want to know what you think I'm worth in that range. Yeah. Because and you know what? Like, I have the confidence now to be like, tell me what you think I'm worth. And also, it gives you an understanding of what they expect from you, I think. But yeah, I don't see how fashion is going to improve on this. As I say, I think it's a race to the bottom and I think that it's it's embedded in the the culture of fashion. We've mentioned it before. It's this idea of being people would love to be in your position. There are not many roles in the UK, for example, of you know, working at top brands or yeah. working at specific brands. Um, a lot of brands do struggle if they're independent. And it's this idea of there is an understanding to some extent that if you're in the fashion industry, you're doing it because you kind of love the industry to some extent. And if you wanted to go away and make more money, but do a more boring role, then you would leave the industry. I, I think. For sure. I definitely think that's an element, but I think the really difficult thing with fashion is that it's a product driven thing. So especially if you work in luxury and you see the products that you are helping this company sell Mm -hmm. are going for a lot of money Mm. and you see how well they're doing product top of that list on list. Mm -hmm. Um, they reported sales last year of over 4 billion. Mm. I think that was euros or whatever, or dollars, Mm -hmm. but like 4 billion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so like we can sit here and I know it is really hard in fashion I know it's hard for a company to sustain itself. None of the companies I work for exist anymore. Um, it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was. Yeah, um, maybe it was my attitude. <laughs> but like, it is, yeah, it's really hard. But also, how can it be? Four billion. And you're so like, you're sat there. You're maybe like an entry level buyer on 21 grand, like renting a room in London, maybe like, 800 pounds if you're mm. lucky mm-hmm, then you've mm-hmm. got bills on top of that you're probably what taking home not loads more than that yeah how are you meant to live that london thriving life being in the pubs with your friend like enjoying life and then you also see that they're reporting best year yet guys we had sales of four billion and feel like you're you're, you're being enjoying the success yeah. of the brand i know it is it's such um 
it's such a clash, isn't it? And it, we don't just see it in the fashion industry, but yeah, it's that what you earn, does it match the illusion and the lifestyle that the industry creates mm. and that you are part of creating? Um, and there's not, there really isn't enough sample sales or staff sales true, <laughs> that can make up for a shortfall in income. I mean, unless you're buying them cheap and you're selling them on eBay. <laughs> but that's or, like, you or know, unless you've got a family that can support you. But it's, they're going to have to support you for quite a while. And that's if you decide to stay in the industry, because will you ever? get to that point where you're making money that really affords you to like take a breather and be like I'm okay with where I'm at yeah and it's it's really tough because I think there are now seems to be a lot of industries so previously I would say it was like finance and law where that was like that's like Mm. you go into that you've got to study quite hard there's a lot of exams involved but like that's where the big money's at and Mm. they justify that but there seems to be a lot more jobs that have a like good and decent pay that it feels like fashion's just not catching up with that. And mm. there's a reason I think also in the creative industry, we have seen an influx of freelancers who are like, I'm this is my day rate. This is it. But then it's like you don't necessarily get a permanent continuous stream of freelancing yeah. jobs so i think stress in it's a different stress in itself and you're so right that like influx of like um people who are in design or in other functions of fashion within the industry who are freelance that is tough i don't even think that you'd be making well, I think there'd be a select few people who would be making enough money to really be like, this worked out for me, yeah. doing this freelance yeah. thing. And it could just be easier and simpler to take that pay cut and do permanent. I don't know. But I think that that's definitely been, in our like early career, um, interning and gig economy and freelancing was like a really big topic of discussion because that's when it really kind of ramped up everyone was like part of this new gig economy yeah um and people just finding their feet especially in like fashion editorial with like news journalists writers editors and like you know writers who are who write specifically in fashion it's just it's not like the good old days of vogue you know Mm. when you used to hear like People were like jetting off to exotic places and putting yeah. everything on the company card and you could live that lavish lifestyle that completely got stripped away. And now you have a few kind of like editors in chief um, and they just got out like that kind of the middle of, there is, there's of a writers real, and there's stuff. There's a real issue in fashion at the moment with the middle, the middle tier. And I, I, was, I think that's the case in a lot of industries, to be honest. I think... I think you hit a certain age and you're either like, can this sustain me would probably be like a fashion thing. Like, like, come on, let's be like, when you start realizing the kind of life you want, mm-hmm. you have to make some decisions to go with that. But also say it is in law or finance and you're like, yeah, I can't do this for another 30 years. Yeah. Oh. Like, I think do, do make, I want a slower pace or, or like, or like, is like, is this it? Like, do like, I, I thought I'd want to represent criminals, but actually, like, 
it sends me home in a mood every day. Like mm. I think I think you question certain things. And so I think a middle like that's where you see a lot of yeah. issues. Yeah. Um but yeah. yeah, let us know what you think about this discussion. What has your experience been working in the fashion industry? Were you happy with your pay and your compensation? Or was it really like an area that you just couldn't grapple with? Um, we'd love to hear about people who are still in the industry as we no longer are in it. Um, and have we you... hope you're getting bonuses and regular pay rises. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Um, comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Um, or you can email us at styleoversubstancepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And we'll love to hear your thoughts. But we'll see you next week, guys. Yeah. mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market